Welcome to Jazz Avec Moi, the podcast where we will talk about everything from life, career, and entrepreneurship from a TCK perspective. My name is Michaela Mutoni, and I will be your host. Hello, beautiful people. So this week I'm speaking with Sofina Kio Lawson. I actually first found Sofina on Instagram where she is Sophie on tech and she talks about all things cybersecurity. First, I thought I started following her because she actually gives tips on how to protect yourself as an individual. And then I later figured out that she was also the co-founder of SheSecures.org. Secure is an organization that encourages young African women to get into cybersecurity and equips them with tools and mentorship to do so. And so I just really wanted to speak with her to find out about how she got into cybersecurity and what drove her to start She Secures with her friends. And so tune in. I hope you like it. She is a beautiful soul. Well, thank you so much, Safina, for being here with me today. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Thanks, Michaela. Thanks here for having me. And- yeah. Looking forward to chatting with you as well. Yeah, so I like to start by asking people to um, introduce themselves. So can you tell us a little bit about who Sofina is, um, what drives you, what motivates you? Okay, so uh, my name is Sofina. I'm Sofina Kiolosin. And what do I do? Okay, currently I'm a student. So I'm a master's student of information security at Royal Holloway University of London. And prior to that, I've been in the tech and information security space where I've had to like work as a security analyst and as a security auditor as well. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, co-running an initiative I co-founded with my friend. It's called She Secures, she secures.org or She Secures Initiative. And um, so what, um, what She Secures, what it's focused on, it's more or less um, focused on empowering young African women who are like interested in tech or interested in cybersecurity, getting them that they need to like become the professionals that they want to be or they are interested in. So we provide them the resources, we connect them with industry professionals, we we provide like a platform. So we have like an online platform where we like interact with everyone, try to answer questions and go on to organize like online and offline meetups at this site. We have real we have a bootcamp coming up this year, which which we've done in the past where we have hosted about twenty plus women and introduced them to cybersecurity and the and the things they needed to do if they, if it was something that they were considering, if it was a career they were considering what they needed to know and afterwards providing them internship uh, opportunities as well. And yeah, I think that's just like an overview about me. So what drives me, I'd say just trying to do my bit here on earth and trying to 
make as much impact as I can make, no matter how little it may be, but just trying to create this space maybe where I didn't have that opportunity before, but trying to make sure that somebody else has that same opportunity or has the opportunity that was limited for me and being a voice where I can be. So if it's in tech, if it's in cybersecurity, but just like providing my voice wherever I can, sharing the resources wherever I can and helping somebody else get to where they want to be, no matter how, very how little or how tiny it may look, but any impact at all is an impact. So it's just my own bid to like do what I can and leave the rest for someone else to do. Yeah, for sure. I can relate to that. Yeah, even if you help one person, right? That's one person that wouldn't have necessarily maybe had the same path had you not like helped them along the way and made it easier for them, you know? Yeah. Um, so what about you? How did you get into security in the first place? Mm, how did I get into security? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't sure I was going to go into security initially, mm-hmm. but I knew I wanted to do something in tech related because let's say when I was a, when I was in a, when I was choosing a degree on my undergrad, I definitely knew I didn't want to do anything related to art, not to bash people who are doing business or doing marketing or any of those things, but yeah. My family, they were like, there were too many of those people doing the course already. There were law, there was marketing, there was business, there was education. Like, okay, no, I'm just going to have to tell a different path, no matter how hard it's going to be. Yeah. I'm just have, going to have to forge my own path and choose something different. So I started looking up about IT and computing and saying, okay, this looks interesting. Yeah. So I started like going for taking like some IT computer courses and seeing how the computer worked how they were using Word. And that was my first time of using like a computer. I'm like, oh God. So I'm like going to choose a computer degree. And like, I have no idea how even the computer is working. By <laughs> okay, so let's just get started. So I, I think I did like a really so short summer training on like using the computer and everything. And it looked very like interesting and I was fancy and all. Okay, <laughs> let's see where this takes us. So it, it came from me to choose my degree and I was like, oh, I'm going to do computer engineering. So yeah. I decided that, okay, so this is going to be a four years course. I did it in Ghana. You know, yeah. um, um, all nations coming from my university is like an affiliated to coming from my university yeah and and it was like okay this is way more interesting than it looks and at the same time well every time I, I would come back home to Nigeria for the holidays and and uh, I mean not even when I was I was in school I would hear like scenarios or cases of where like organizations have been hacked or they've missed people had made it away with transfer wire transfers and they couldn't trace it or mm-hmm. some, some very weird bizarre news I'm like okay so what are the people who are protecting the organizations and why can't they like find out who where these whole transfers are going or who is robbing the bank or who is actually attacking their infrastructures and things like that so I, I, I wasn't really hearing stories of people who were behind the this, the organizations protecting them or keeping them safe. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so probably I might have to find myself doing security when I leave this whole four degree, four year degree program. And so I said, okay, so security it is then. I finished and I came out from school, and so I was like, okay, I want to do security, but what do I? What do I need to do? Where do I go from here? It's not like I'm just going to dump myself into 
an organization and tell them, oh, I want to do security. What, what skills do I need to, like, equip me for that particular uh, industry I want to work in? Yeah. I wasn't really getting that. I wasn't sure what, <laughs> what it even entailed or what I needed to do. I was going on Google and checking, but, like, you have just like very little information compared to what you have now mm-hmm. it was really like there was nothing so much you could see so i was like okay and uh so the i think a year passed or so while i was still trying to like figure out what was going to happen between the time i finished school and the time for me to like get into the workforce and i and then I stumbled or I had to go for my service year. We have this compulsory one year service that you have to serve your nation and you go to a community or you do something or you go to and work at an organization for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So after that was after concluding that towards the time that was going to end, I started looking out for jobs that had anything related to security, either digital security or cyber security. Mm-hmm. And that was where I found like the first my first like introduction or the first thing I got to know about digital security or cyber security, it was an organization called Co-Creation Hub and they were recruiting for, actually they weren't even recruiting for anything related to cyber security. They were looking for something related to data scientists Mm -hmm. and how you could help them with their data and data analysis and helping them filter. They were working on a project and they needed something related to data scientists standard analysis and then I was like okay I don't know this but I'm kind of interested and but during the interview I started talking about a little bit of how I was interested in cyber security and information security and well they now said okay so you might not be a good fit for a data analyst role mm-hmm. and data analyst intern but we have something we're working on which we think you'd be a good fit which is the you were working on creating the digital security guide, which was mm. supposed to be for like a larger audience, the journalists and human rights activists and NGOs. So and they needed like people who had like experience or who had interest in digital and cybersecurity or who had at least read about it or had done some sort of self-development prior to it. And that was how I was giving a shot into my first security role and like with like trying to like understand what the project was to researching to doing a lot of self-development understanding some tools that were being used and all that I started to like just get to know more about the job and get to like become more interested and like okay this might actually be the part I want to take from now on because it wasn't anything boring or anything it was just like oh you're trying to protect somebody how do you ensure that somebody's phone isn't being sniffed or isn't being there's no spyware on it how do you ensure that the journalist who wants to like send an anonymous tip anonymous tip to a newspaper house or to a print or a media house how do you ensure that the the channel isn't to send the information is not like it's not being sniffed by the government or there is no surveillance on their phones or yeah so it was like a lot of things at the same time but it was like a very good learning opportunity for me because I had not I would probably wouldn't have had the opportunity if I didn't speak up or if I didn't talk about my interest or how probably how I wanted to learn or how I was willing to like forgo everything to like put myself in a job and learn at that point so that was the first shot I had at cybersecurity. 
and then onwards, I after then I had to work at the information security firm. Mm-hmm. So this was more hands-on. So it was lots of like working with telecommunications sector, working with like the financial institutions, providing like penetration testing services, testing for like um, flaws in web applications, or testing for just ensuring that their security was like really robust and really quite efficient. Yeah. And yeah, so that was like, I've just like been moving from there on to what else did I do afterwards? So doing a lot of like risk assessments and auditing here and there. Mm. So most of the time you might not, we might realize that you might not learn so much on the job, but you have to like back it up with like self-development, right? Like trying to learn so much on your own and Mm. at the same time backing it up with the real life scenarios or real life application from the job that the job provides you with so it was like a combination of both of them which helped me like to progress and sort of brought me some some other opportunities that I didn't think or I wouldn't have imagined that that would have come my way so it's been like a roller coaster just like (laughs) and then you go and then you come back and you go and it's fine just been one step higher and one step higher and then now I'm here doing this so I can as well prepare myself for all the bigger leadership roles probably in the future Yeah. (laughs) yeah for sure that's amazing that's amazing so it really came from like a place of curiosity, right? Saying, oh, yeah. I, I don't really think I I want to do what everybody else is doing. I want to go to tech maybe. So let me teach myself how to use a computer. And then even the, the, the cybersecurity was because you were seeing all these people that were being hacked and you were, what, what's going on on the other side, right? So you were slowly following your curiosity and, and wanting to understand a little bit more what yeah, was that, happening on, on that side yeah. of things. Yep. Another thing that I like that you said is, yes, you can learn on the job, but you also sort of have to complement it with uh, learning on your own or learning like personal development. So how do you learn? How do you catch up with what's going on? Especially because cybersecurity, I was going to say it's a new field. It's not a new field, but there is a lot, it changes a lot. Like there's, there are a lot of changes very quickly. So how do you keep learning? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, most of the times you really have to like be up to date with trends. Just mm. try to like follow. Um, I probably have like news blogs. I, I, I just try to keep up to let's say every day, if not every day, at least twice or twice a week. I try to go to their pages and see what's happening and um, also follow industry professionals on Twitter or LinkedIn and see what projects they are working on, what new skills they are learning. Cause a lot of them are like the good thing about the tech community, not just cybersecurity that everyone is willing to like share their progress or share their learning um, process with you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have like an excuse to say, oh, I don't know what this person is working on or I don't know what this project, this person's project is about or what this person does. Mm-hmm. It's like it's out there. It's, it on, it's that they're sharing it on your Twitter platform or on your Instagram platform or even on LinkedIn or on YouTube as well or on Reddit. So it's like, or GitHub, for instance. Mm-hmm. So it's more or less just following them. So if you know their usernames or their handles, you follow them and you like keep up to date with what they are doing. If you if they are working on a project that you think you want to like you can contribute to, you could always like 
say hi on their DMs and ask them if you if you would like to collaborate with you or if you if they'll give you an opportunity to like work on the same project with them and so it's more just keeping up to date with whatever is happening. News size there is for cybersecurity. We always have the hacker news. We have um, we have the cyber cyber section of we have the cyber section of the tech crunch. We have Reddit NetSec um, Reddit NetSec um, what do you call it the column of NetSec. We have cybersecurity on its own. So mm. they always like try to update those platforms or they update the they update them constantly. So it's just more or less keeping up to date and take what works for you. You can filter whatever doesn't work for you. You don't have to take up everything that comes to your feed or to your timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is meant for you. Take what you need or take what what's of interest to you or what's important to you. And you can always discard the other information so that you're not like over, have like an information overload or have too many things bugging you at every single time because it could be draining as well. So yeah, take what works right. for you. Look at the trends. Look at blogs, look at people and see what you're doing. Take your beat and just move on. Mm, I like that a lot. Take what what works for you. Because, for example, me, I'm reading a lot on telecommunications lately, like all things telecommunications. What are the trends? What is happening? What are companies doing? And it is information overload. (laughs) Um, So it's a good reminder to... Yeah, man, just take it one piece at a time and then do what you can with it. And then you can go back and take another piece and consume it in in different manners because it can get overwhelming at times, especially with all the information that we have out here these days, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah, so just like filter. If if you you need to like take a break, even when you've gotten so much information, you can take, take a break a week off. Or a few days off and like come back again and continue. Yeah. And it also gives time for your brain to process it. Um, yeah. yeah. So that you can then add on to it, but at least you've thought about it. Yeah, you've processed it. That's cool. And then you also said when you were talking about sort of your journey and how it went, one of the questions in my mind was like, did you have people guiding you? And then you said that you were going on Google and literally <laughs> just searching. <laughs> yeah, I think I think um, Google is the best that's ever uh, aside from like technology as a whole. Google is the best that's ever happened to mankind because I wouldn't imagine the world without <laughs> without Google or Yahoo or whatever to search Bing or whatever. Yeah, that would be disastrous. Imagine not having anywhere to like look up. Tell somebody, oh, I know how to do this. I like okay, how do you look for it? You're like, no, there's no single source online for you to look at. It goes to shut down for like a day. I can't imagine the impact it will have on the world. <laughs> that would be crazy. That's and so that's sad, but that's so true. Huh? Like, that's so true. It would be quite impactful if the search didn't work for a day. Yeah, but but at the same time, it's, it's it, we know that it's not just about the Google and everything. There are people who are out there who would who not who probably helped. Not like probably they actually did help in the process. So while I was still like in my exploring phase, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out, oh, is this is this for me and is this not for me? I was attending 
I think it was, it was during the first job, yeah. I started attending a lot of meetups and um, events, um, mm. like tech-related events. Then. And so I would meet like other people who were like interested as well or who were probably just getting started in cybersecurity or who had been there for a few years and they had like words of advice to share or they are like, oh, yes, you could check this tool out or this is what you should you start learning weeks. You should go to have this site.com and try to see if you can break in and see how many challenges you could solve. I'm mm. like, okay. So I was just like taking notes and um, I'll go back and I'll probably like try them. And so it was like mostly, mostly a lot of the people who I met were through these events. And that was even how I co-founded the She Secures. It was during a hackathon and mm. there was, I think we're the only like three ladies or four ladies who were there. Uh, amongst the other guys who were competing for the hackathon as well. Mm. And, and that was how I met my co-founder. She was also on the team and we had paired up as because we were the only ladies. So we had already pa- we paired up and we we solved on the challenges together. There was, was a particular one where like the guys couldn't solve it and we were like the only ones who, who could get that particular challenge. Right? Like, okay, so maybe we have hope in the CTF challenge after all. So yeah. CTF is like the capitalist flag where like people who, who are like maybe ethical hackers or in cybersecurity, they come and perform challenges and they, after them, there's like a flag, like the result of what you're supposed to get and then you submit it. So the more flags you submit, the higher your points that you get and then there's a cash prize at the end or there is like a reward at the end. Mm. So it was really cool that we're the only ones who could solve that. So while we were there trying to like solve some more challenges, we that's where the whole idea for She Skills came about and we're all complaining together, like ranting and talking about how it was very hard for us to get other women on board for the hackathon and how we didn't find people who were like who looked like us, who were women, who were black or who represented us in the cybersecurity space. Mm-hmm. It was from those discussions that we sort of like became buddies and then went on to create the community for other women who wanted to get into tech and cybersecurity as well in Lagos or in Nigeria mm. as a whole. And it's moved on as well. So it's not just for people in, in Nigeria, it's just like a so yeah, people who are in Kenya or people who are in, in Switzerland, Cote d'Ivoire, like different parts, but like they all all within the umbrella of the African community. So I'd say like just putting myself out there and like attending events and meetups and reaching out to people, I, I started getting like potential. Not like I had like a solid mentor, but I had people who I could like ask for help. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to do this, but I don't understand this. Could you point me in the right direction and help me out? So it was, it was, it was, they were quite helpful. We had like, I had like a lot of men and I had a lot of women as well who were really supportive and they probably got me to the level. What's the, place or this place where I am right now today. So yeah. like they it wasn't just Google. You yeah, know? For sure. <laughs> the human interaction and meeting other people and not being shy to speak up or not being held back. Just being open and be honest as well. Because if you don't know what you're going through then they probably will not be able to help you. That's very true. And you know what? The honest point you just reminded me earlier you were talking about how you went to that interview for a data analyst role. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then you start telling them how you want a job in cybersecurity. 
Well, at least I had to trade one for the other. If I mean, if I wasn't going to get this one, I would I shouldn't miss the other one as well. I wouldn't have known that you were actually working on that project if I didn't say it. And I think there is a lesson in there for everybody, even myself included, because I think most people would have wanted to to just to have a job, you know, so maybe they would have tried to fit for the data analyst, like fit their profile to the data analyst role or try to convince themselves and the recruiter that they want a data analyst role when they know deep down that what they want is, um, the, the, the cybersecurity role or whatever other yeah. role they want. So it's a, it's a lesson in, yeah, being honest and being courageous and knowing yeah. what you want and then pursuing that, right? Yeah, I, I knew my CV had, like, was still on in a way that it could still, it could have probably gotten me. If maybe I, I wouldn't have known, but maybe it could have gotten me to that because that my CV got me to the interview stage. Yeah, exactly. So they must have read it and saying like, oh, okay. She looks like she could do this. <laughs> Let's give her a shot. Yeah. But then it might have been something I might not have been passionate about in the sense that I might have been bored or <laughs> I couldn't have lasted maybe a month or two months in it. Mm. So it was like trading all the eggs <laughs> right there and then like, okay, let's just go for it. I'll probably tell you about myself. So in the whole point of telling them about myself and what I was interested about and how what I was passionate about and what then, pitching for the job as well yeah so it's just a one two for one i guess yeah for sure for sure so then you go from that hackathon where you're you're all girls together and you're sort of renting a therapy with each other (laughs) to she secures so what did you ladies do let's say from that hackathon to your first meetup so after the whole hackathon ended and we all went back to our different organizations and homes, we we started like drafting out our plan, like what do we want to achieve? Mm. What do we what problem are we facing? We listed out our problems, what each and every one of us had in common and how could we fix it or how could we at least try to fix it. So everybody had the whole problem of not seeing enough representation of women who were actually doing the cybersecurity. Like you said, for instance, you feel cybersecurity is new or it's just like probably getting started. And like not enough people probably know about the rules are available or know how they could even get started in it. So those were the kind of questions we were asking ourselves and those were the kind of solutions we wanted to create to mm-hmm. tackle. So after identifying our problems and how we could come in to fix it, we set up our set up profiles because we would no one would know if you exist or not if you don't have like any visibility at all, either online or offline. Yeah. So trying to get the word out there, we set up our put up everything accounts, started spreading the word around. Got to host our first meet. Yeah, I think we got to host our first meetup first mm-hmm. before the book camp, and a few women showed up. Yeah, it was the first, but I think we had like a good startup for people. Just few people who started knowing about it from LinkedIn or from Instagram or from Twitter. Yeah, and that was just like an opportunity for us to like just talk about what what issues we're having, how could we get more women into the tech and cybersecurity space. 
if you need to do people who are already there, we say reaching out to them, telling them that okay, they need to be, they need to start coming together as one because we can't really see them. So if you're actually in that field, we need to see you. Like there should be a good representation of you and what you do and how successful you are because we know they're actually successful. So there's no need to hide or anymore. Just come out there and put yourself out there. Mm. And so the community started. We started getting those people, like members, who were signing up, and we added them to our groups. I think right now we have over, I'll say over one fifty members mm. around, and we've gone on from the meetup. We were able to like organize a bootcamp session, the one I told you I was having this year. Yeah, we're able to like train uh, quite a number of women, introducing them to cybersecurity and providing them with the resources that they needed. So some of them, after the completion, we gave them opportunities to an internship position. So we, after the whole process and everything, they become IT security professionals, or they're in their own space. They're like taking up certain positions within the cybersecurity space as well. Wow! So it's Amazing. been like. No, it's been a long journey coming. But <laughs> yeah. it's, we're still on, we're still we're still pushing for it and we still want more women. Right now there's just about I think ten percent or eleven percent of women globally yeah. who are within cybersecurity, who are doing cybersecurity. So there's like a lot of opportunities for them to like get in. Various things you could do. You could be a security analyst, you could be a threat analyst, you could be a penetration tester, you could do bug bounty as well, like check for bugs on web applications or mobile applications, iOS, Android. Yeah, like major things you could do while you're earning money, like loads of money. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially now nowadays, like that's a skill that so many companies need, like you said, but most people are not trained in it. So there is definitely a lot of demand for it, for that type of skill set. What was the biggest surprise when you started she secures like yeah what were what were you not expecting that that ended up happening probably how much time you need to like invest in it for you to get so much amount of results like there is there's very sometimes um, the time you have when you have your like imagine when you have your job from nine to five and you have to you also have to like maybe create content or you have to think of what what your next thing maybe your next project has to be thinking of collaboration thinking mm-hmm. of partnerships we there was a lot of time where we probably have expected that oh, okay this is going to be easy we'll see mm-hmm. a lot of funds we'll get to get a lot of funds i'll be able to make our project bigger and every other thing but you find out that, oh that's not the case yeah were like driven by some most people are driven by numbers or they're driven by traction or they're driven by money so if they're like they don't see their results or they don't see a lot of things in return then they'll probably not be able to like fund you mm. or collaborate with you or partner with you so it's like um so those are like some things probably you wouldn't you wouldn't envision when you're like starting or when you're in in it where you just have to like in terms of the timing one you just have to like find a way to Create time for whatever you love, I think. Whatever yeah. you're like passionate about, you just have to find a way to squeeze out time to make it or you grow. It's your child, it's your baby. So you have to 
create time out of for something that you love, I guess. And whoever wants to see you or whoever is the right people will definitely see you. The right people will definitely come. The right people will definitely collaborate or reach out or want to share with your story. Once once you have a success story, the right people will definitely come and want to success wants to partner or share in that success story as well. So it's just for left for us like just keep pushing and just keep doing what we are doing, impacting as much as we can and trying out something. So if something doesn't work, you can try a different strategy and see mm. if it works and you pick it up from there. Yeah, for sure. And it's true. There's so much competition for resources. I've learned that half of the battle is in the storytelling. And that's why people are always like, oh, numbers this, numbers that. Like you have to be able to quantify your impact which can kind of suck for a young organization because obviously she secure is definitely needed. You started it, let's say for like African women. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, but we definitely need more, more exposure. But even if, like you said yourself, it's only 10% of women globally that are in cybersecurity is actually even just being a woman in tech, like you said earlier, yeah. right? Such a minority. So definitely the need is there. I, I also think it's a question of putting it in, in the right, in front of the right people, like you said, but that also does take time considering that you do have a life on the side as well. So from that challenge, I guess, like what are the lessons learned? How are you going to adjust going forward? Yeah, I, 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 I think I already mentioned some of them already. Like sometimes you... Like the one of having where you have to like create time for things that you love and things that you're really passionate or driven by. So mm. definitely, even if we're giving like 48 hours in a day, we would probably still say it's not enough. Yeah. So <laughs> we just have to find a way to like balance things, look for things that have like uh, priority or prioritize your time or use them very well. So if you if you know you're going to give like let's say two hours in a day to focus on your initiative or things like that, focus that two hours and you don't get distracted. You can turn off your phone, turn off, put it on airplane mode or put it on silent. Whatever works for you, mm-hmm. just focus on that two hours. If you have to do it before you go out in the day or before you go to work or before you go for your lectures or anything, just do that and. As well as, so you, you never have to like say, okay, because this strategy works, so I'm not going to give them, try another method or try another technique. So when one strategy fails, you have to like look at other people and see probably what's working for them. There's mm. no crime in adopting or taking somebody else's like model and let's say re, rebranding it to make it suitable for your own audience. So you have to think about what works and what works for you. Tweak the strategy a little bit and find a way to just find a way to not give up and just keep pushing. So if that strategy hasn't worked before, maybe there was something that was wrong with it. You could throw ideas with your friends or with relatives or people who are doing in the same niche as you are hmm. or who are running maybe the same community or initiative and ask them, okay, what do you think about this? Don't be scared, I guess. Just ask them and be honest and tell them where your where your flaw is or where you think your flaw is and see how best you can make that strategy work for you or work for your brand or initiative. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, what are you most proud of? Starting this, I'm proud because <laughs> starting this and saying like how much impact I, I even though I think it's little, but how much impact it's having on other people. It's it's amazing just wow. having to see that. And when you like, it's always nice when you get to see those people, and you see them like you're, you're succeeding in that space that you've not like you put them in, but you guided them towards. Yeah. It's really like a breath of fresh air. Like just saying something really like when you see plants that you've watered for so many months, like blossom and grown into this amazing. But like, oh, is this you that I just watered like so many years ago or so many days ago? Yeah. And then also, um, I think what I'm also proud of, I think just having like a great community because for me, it's like they're like family, not just people who are the members are. When you have so many people who you could like talk to or you could share issues that you might be having at work or you're trying to fix something on your screen or let's say you're trying to set up a firewall and you don't really know the right rules to set and you could just send a message on the group or the people and they could they would respond to you like almost immediately that's the amazing thing because they're like they want to see you they don't want to see you screw up at work yeah no yeah. one wants to see you do that even if it's your first time at work or your first time with the role, they want to ensure that you're like, you have your whole thing set up and you're actually killing it at work because yeah. you're representing everybody. <laughs> you're representing the community. So it's, it's a great, it's a great thing to see. It's a great feeling to have. So I, which makes me always want to do more and like see how best I can get it to the next level for yeah. me and my other co-founders as well. Yeah, that's amazing. But it is very important to have that safe space of just like double checking. Like, hey, does this uh, does this look good? Does this make sense? We, we, you always have, well, if you're lucky, have that one friend. You can have like double check your work or double check yeah. your email or something that the tone is right. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, good that you, you, you ladies have that as a community that you can double check and make sure that each other is succeeding in in their respective roles. That's amazing. Yeah, oh. we're trying. Yeah. What's your vision for the next five years? Oh my God. Bigger <laughs> conferences, bigger women in cybersecurity conferences, more collaborations across yeah. Africa and even globally with global organizations. Mm. Saying she secures on like a global scale where you're like, oh, yeah. You're, you're from Secure. they're like everybody knows you and like they don't even need to ask oh what's Shesecure's because yes. <laughs> they already know what it is and like they've heard it or somebody has referred them to you or probably having to have employers or musicians like source talents from Shesecure yeah. things like I'm, that so yeah. yeah so just like on a very big scale or a large scale providing security services the best way we can and at the same time recruiting best talent, having bigger conferences and boot camps that could probably accommodate 100 to 150 people. And yeah, expanding the best way we can. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You mentioned that you already have a She Secures in Kenya. How uh, did you start that one? Okay, no, we don't have she secures in Kenya. We just have members. Like, so the member, how the membership thing works is not like you set up. We really haven't been able to set up any she secures there yet because they already exist. Like, 
Kenya has a very large community for cybersecurity already. Mm. Uh, then she hacks Kenya, which is yeah, amazing. They have they host a lot of boot camps as well, which is similar to what we do here mm. in Nigeria. There was really they have two, I think there are two communities. She hacks K and there is like um I can't remember the other name, but there are like two very huge communities there for women in cybersecurity themselves. So there was like no point in really starting something else when you so it's just a and the matter of collaborating with the ones there mm. and seeing how we work, like we could work together. I think we already have like a webinar thing we're planning on doing together as well. That I think we should do it this month. Mm. But for the members, we just have members who are like who are in our membership group who are based in Kenya. When we have to share resources together, we share and we collaborate. And then we are open to like collaborating with the other groups who are there already. So there's no need to like reinvent the wheel when there are two very strong wheels. Yeah, exactly. Mm, exactly. I appreciate that you said that you are collaborating with them because sometimes, yeah, sometimes we do create a lot of duplication, which makes our life harder. But at least if yeah. you have found a sister organization that you know you have the same, I can understand if the visions are different and you're doing different things. But yeah, if the visions are similar, if doing similar thing, why not collaborate rather than compete and like divide your membership, which is probably going to be the same people anyways. The vision is the same. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, the, that's the point. That's what we're, we're like, no, there was no need to do that. So let's just be open to collaborating, except in similar, maybe in cities where we like, we have maybe create an open one and maybe set up a new one. And that one, we have to have somebody who is like willing to take on the, the job of actually staring the wheel, not just setting it up and then leaving it all, leaving yeah. it there, not doing anything. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. yeah, that's been it, basically. Yeah. What advice do you have for other young women who are trying to sort of get into cybersecurity and do what you're doing? First of all, be open-minded and always be honest and be able to speak your mind whenever you like you have the opportunity to because most people who like keep their mind their mouths shut probably never get opportunities or wouldn't if you're not like open-minded if you're not curious to learn or if you're all stuck up and being like oh i know my thing <laughs> there's no way you probably know every single thing on this you always want to learn from somebody else you'll always be somebody who is way smarter than you or knows so many more tricks to this whole career thing in cybersecurity. and you never know they might just be being they might be being all cool and all calm while they let you do the talking and everything but upstairs they're like way smarter maybe not way smarter but like they know whatever they are doing probably very well so just being to like being curious, having a curious mind, trying to know how things work. Not don't be that person who is always waiting to be spoon fed. You're waiting for them to just dish out the meal, the ready made meal, and give to you to eat. Yeah. You'd always have to like learn some things on your own. You always have to like go online and search for what's the new language or what's the new tool what's what is this organization using currently maybe look at their job board as well try to see what they're asking for what new skills are they looking out for in their job board and see how you can tailor yourself 
or prepare yourself for it in the next year. And oh, what else would I say? Network. Never give up the opportunity to network with other people, even if it's a meetup or a or a conference or anything. And if you have the opportunity to attend a conference versus a free meal or a dinner, yeah, let's <laughs> have a conference. You have to choose the conference. You have to choose the meetup because there's like so many people you probably meet there who will probably be your either your employer or your colleagues <laughs> in the next funny. future. <laughs> you don't want to jeopardize that already from the onset. So always like probably attend meetups, go to events as much as you can. Yeah. And yeah, have a smiley face or <laughs> smile often. <laughs> now being kind to somebody at the meetup might open more doors for you than you never imagined. So mm. Mm. it's true. Huh? We, f- we always forget sort of like the human component, huh? being relatable and a nice person a good person. yeah just small and be yourself actually yeah oh man okay um where can we find you where can you find me uh, space <laughs> <laughs> all over the internet <laughs> yeah well so yeah anywhere in LinkedIn you can find me on LinkedIn you can find me on Twitter or you can find me on Instagram so I'm anywhere or everywhere Sophie on tech. Sophie on tech. Yes, Sophie on tech on Twitter and Instagram. And my full name, Sophina Kyolosin on LinkedIn. Yes, yep. and she secures as well, has its own. That's she underscore secures for both Twitter and Instagram. That's awesome. Uh, any last words, anything that we forgot or that you want to say? Mm, happy Women in History Month. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Keep being awesome. So, like, to every woman out there uh, who is never maybe appreciated at work or who is maybe your boss hasn't told you how awesome you are or how you're killing it at the organization, we appreciate you and we recognize all you do. For every woman in tech and every woman in cybersecurity, just keep doing your thing. Even if you don't get recognition, just keep doing what you do best. The fact that you're not being awarded or you're not being re- recognized doesn't mean that you're not a badass at your job. So yes. just do your thing. Do how, produce the best quality of work. Even if they don't recognize it, doesn't mean you have to provide sh- or produce shitty jobs. Do your thing with all quality and like going there. If you're giving a shot at something, don't fidget or say, oh, I can't do it. Tell your lover you can, because that is what the male counterpart would have said. They will say, I can do it. And then probably they'll go there and mess up, but they will still say they can do it. Yep. And yeah, they'll figure it out on the go. <laughs> so you figure it out when you get there, but just say, yes, I can. And even if you can, just say, maybe I don't know very well, but I, I think I can manage myself if I'm given the opportunity. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys and we love you and just keep being awesome what you do and keep being visible for us to see don't hide behind the desk 
Oh my God, that's so important. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God, that was such a great message. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michaela. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really appreciated it. And I'm sure people are going to enjoy it listening. I hope so. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you too. What did you think of the conversation that you just heard? Don't hesitate to leave us comments on the Facebook group or on the website jazzalikmar.com. As the old adage goes, sharing is caring. So if you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends, like and subscribe. Until next time, keep striving, keep thriving and keep shining.